0: What's up everybody welcome back to remember the game it is my retro gaming podcast where every week a buddy of mine and I sit down and we geek out about the games we played back in the day my name is Adam Blank thank you so much for listening to the show and this week it is episode 168 and it's uh, it's, it's kind of a freak game we've been kicking this idea around for like a year or so now. Uh, It's along the same lines as Oregon Trail, which we've actually covered. There's an episode about Oregon Trail in the archives, if you're interested. Um, This is another one of those computer games that we played in school back in the early 90s. We're talking Dino Park Tycoon, and it doesn't seem like everyone played this game back then. It's not nearly as well known as Oregon Trail, and that's a fucking shame, because Dino Park Tycoon is the infinitely better game, infinitely, it's a business simulation game, a surprisingly good business simulation game for that matter, there's fucking dinosaurs, everybody loves dinosaurs, I love this stupid game. Uh, and quickly, as a heads up, if you've never played this and you're interested in trying it out after the podcast, it's free to play online these days. Like, and you don't even have to like do anything backdoor or shady, or you're not giving away your fucking sin number or anything like that. It's you can download it from numerous websites. It's educational, I say in air quotes. So it's very easy to find, and it's worth giving a shot, in my opinion. I think it holds up. I've, it's not the deepest game in the world, but it's surprisingly not shitty. That's probably the best way I can put it. Uh, former, remember the game Hall of Famer Mark Tholomew McHugh is my guest on the show this week. This whole it was epi- this whole episode was actually his idea, uh, and I'm fucking pumped. I have I really do have just a huge soft spot in my rock hard heart for Dino Park Tycoon. My love of Roller Coaster Tycoon, which we've also covered in the archives, actually comes from playing Dino Park Tycoon as a kid. I remember just sitting through boring classes to try to get to computer class just so that I could try to build a dinosaur theme park only for it to fail miserably most of the time and put me into bankruptcy proceedings. And we'll get there in just a minute because sitting or speaking of sitting through something brutal only to get a chance to fail miserably, it's time for yet another edition of the remember the game infamous intro. <laughs> If you're new to the podcast, welcome aboard, consider this your warning, our intros uh, are a little long, but they're not brutal, in my opinion, you know, we talk video games, we make jokes, it's fun, just give it a chance, just give it a fucking chance, you're probably at work or something right now, like what else are you gonna do? actually work fuck just give it a chance uh, we have merchandise all kinds of cool merchandise hoodies t-shirts coffee mugs etc all rocking badass art drawn by my man Joe over at 4545 creative.com you can check out all of our merchandise at remember the gamepodcast.com if you're interested it is a great way to support the show and get some kick-ass new threads and of course if you don't like clothes you can always just support us over on the old Patreon box and listen sales pitch it for sure but the, the, the early parts of the month the beginning of the month is the best time to sign up on Patreon, because you get charged the day you sign up, then you don't get hit again until the first of the month, so if you were to sign up today, October 6th, you've got 25 days of just checking out all the perks and everything for two bucks before you can decide if you want to get hit for another couple of dollars because that's all it costs two bucks US a month and in, adi- in exchange for that two bucks you get two additional podcasts every week you get exclusive access to my gaming discussion podcast expansion pass every thursday and my gaming news podcast game patch every friday along with instant access to over a hundred previous bonus podcasts uh, on game patch i look at all the biggest news and modern gaming and then I added my opinions and profanity and stuff like that in there. And then Expansion Pass is a different show every week. We do game rankings, we look at characters, we look at consoles, we do hypothetical discussions, we do comedy-centric episodes, we do game reviews, which is what we're going to be doing this week. Uh, but this past week on Expansion Pass, that's where I'm supposed to go first. This past week on Expansion Pass, we actually talked about the games that make you rage. And it was fun. It actually made me rage a few times talking about the stuff that sets me off. Because I'm not proud of it, but I'm a lifelong, game rager and uh, apparently many of you are the same based on the comments i got for this week's episode uh so as is becoming tradition here is a sneak peek of the previous episode of expansion pass that went up live last thursday games that make us rage and I basically just lost all this work and had to reset and fucking do it all over again and I had just I'll never forget this I had just bought a brand new green Nintendo 64 controller that I bought with my own money it was one of the first things I bought with my first paycheck from bagging groceries when I was in high school was this brand new green Nintendo 64 controller and I was so mad that I got eliminated from that Royal Rumble that I whipped that controller and one of the things you can say about it whether you think my criticisms of the Nintendo 64 controller are fair or not that controller was not very whippable you it was that thing was not built like an nes controller you could build a fucking i think that's what the third little pig built his house out of was nes controllers that thing was a fucking rock the nintendo 64 controller that thing was made of fucking glass and i whipped it and it shattered shattered and i just it was such a sobering experience for me that obviously didn't have long-term effects because I still get angry at video games all the time. Because this brand new controller that I worked two weeks making five bucks an hour bagging groceries for to buy was fucked in like a day. All because of fucking WWF No Oh my god, I was fucking angry. So that was last week's episode, and now for this week, uh, I just finished playing Deathloop on my PS5. I have a fucking ton to say about it, so I'm going to do a review. And just a quick heads up, all of my game reviews on Expansion Pass are spoiler-free. I do usually tack a short spoiler cast on at the end, but I warn you like eight times before the spoilers start, so you can listen to all of our game reviews without any worries of anything being spoiled. There's over a dozen game reviews in our archives, stuff like Last of Us Part Two uh super or paper mario and the origami king uh ratchet and clank rift apart returnals in there fucking there's all tons of indie games all kinds of stuff in there so this week i'll be reviewing death loop so again two bucks a month Get you instant access to all those episodes, plus two new episodes a week, plus access to our Discord, the chance to vote in our Patreon poll, which is running right now, the ability to submit comments to be read on all of our podcasts, you can DM with me, and you get a shout out and get to hear me mispronounce your name like I'm about to do to most of these people. A huge thank you to all of our newest Patreons, Stefan Robscher, 1.21 Gigawatts, Thomas Cheney, Sam Penatois i hope i said that right chris larkin evan o'brien clinton smith the mustard tiger and chris cantrell thank you all so so much welcome to remember the game industries you can find all that at patreon.com slash remember the game there's your big plug that's the only advertisement you have to listen to right now it's just that unless i end up putting advertisements into the show later but right now that's the only advertisement you have to listen to all right it's a good fucking deal great deal and every time you support an independent content creator like i like me uh, a puppy is born somewhere. I think that's how it works. So patreon.com slash remember the game. I have a PO box. If you want to send me a postcard or a letter, something little, I'll send you one back. We'll be friends. You can find the address at remember the And I stream on Twitch pretty well at random times at this point in my life. Uh, but if you, it's completely free. I'm not looking for your subs. Just go to twitch.tv and look for member the game, not remember the game. And I pop in there sometimes you can come by and give me a hard time and I'll give you a hard time. It'll be fun. All right. That's enough blowing myself. Let's blow in some cartridges. It is our opening segment of the show. I read a few comments and questions from our patrons, usually gaming related, but not always. And we call this segment blowing in the cartridge.
1: He blows all right. He blows big time.
0: That's it, honey. Get into the spirit. <sighs> Let's blow. Our first blower this week is Matthew D'Amico, who wrote in and said, Remember the Game has quickly made my top two favorite podcasts currently. I've been going back and listening to old episodes of Expansion Pass and older Remember the Game episodes. I quickly just wanted to share my story. My three-year-old son was recently diagnosed with autism. My wife and I always had a feeling he was a little different. He doesn't like to play with most of his toys, but what he absolutely does love to do is watch Daddy play video games. He will sit with me for so long just watching me kill zombies or suck at NHL, or whatever I'm playing, he will laugh at the tea so hard he almost vomits. My favorite is when he goes over and grabs my controller and hands it to me, letting me know he's ready to cuddle up next to me with his bottle and watch me suck at video games. I cannot wait to share my love of video games with my son when he's older and watch him gaming, almost as if I'm looking back in time to myself as a kid. Thanks for all you do for us, Adam. Happy gaming all. Matthew, that is just what a fucking pure story that is. I was like, as soon as I read that comment, I was like, Oh geez. Oh, oh, I the tears here. I got it. That's fucking so pure. I love, thank you for sharing that. That is fucking excellent. What a fucking nice start to the episode. That's good stuff. Clayton Robertson wrote in and said, Hey man, hope all is well. I was just wondering if you'll ever get around to playing Terraria. The sprites are amazing and there's thousands of items and weapons and a good amount of bosses and secrets. I've played this game on almost every console from iPhone to PC and everything in between. I really want to hear your thoughts on it. If you get around to it, I know you'll love it, especially now that this game is in its final form. The last of the updates dropped on PC. So if you do, please wait until Journey's End update drops on whatever you're playing on. Judge the game based on the final update. It is a masterpiece a lot of people compare this game to minecraft and that's where they're wrong the only thing they have in common is blocks anywho there's my rambling take care and have a great day so thanks for writing in clayton i get a lot of comments like honestly there were four or five again this week so if you didn't get read i apologize i just i get a ton of comments every week asking me you know are you gonna play this have you played this i I love getting them like don't stop sending them in it's just if you're wondering why i don't read them I just like the whole segment would could if I wanted to most weeks I could feel blowing in the cartridge with just have you ever played this are you planning to play this are you going to play this Terraria this one stuck out to me because a lot of people have suggested this game to me if you don't know I am a recovering Minecraft addict and I do also love the fucking art style of Terraria with that fucking 2D you know kind of pixely looking gameplay I did play it a little bit on the Vita I want to say it was a PS Plus game years ago because I know I didn't buy it. But I did play it a little bit on the Vita, and I liked it. But then shortly after I started it, that was when I kind of swore off those types of games. So, um, and it's not because the game sucks. I just, those fucking endless games, like a Terraria, like a Minecraft, like an Animal Crossing, I just, I'm like, they just take so much fucking time. And I'm and i just like, I just, I kind of have sworn them off because I barely have enough time to just play what I need to play for the podcast, which we're going to get to in just a minute. Uh, So uh thank you for writing in clayton please don't take it as a dig at your game as of right now i'm no plans to play it just because i'm terrified of those games it's like like back for blood and mlb the show are probably going to be my two endless games for the foreseeable future because i just oh they're just like people have mentioned diablo people have mentioned destiny people have mentioned sea of thieves and i just i i appreciate all the offers but i'm just like fuck me man i barely have enough time to play anything and those games terrify the fuck out of me minecraft i probably put a year of my life in a fucking minecraft god it was so good though. It was a good fucking year that was a good year it was a very good year uh Evan, you know what i only know that song from the simpsons and it, like when i was 17 i drank a very good beer that's the only reason i know that song and people are gonna lose their shit about that but you know whatever uh evan o- thanks for writing in dude evan o'brien wrote in and said hey adam how do you feel about being ranked on playthroughs of collectathons slash puzzle style games i recently borrowed luigi's mansion 3 at times i found it hard i'm not a great gamer but i mustered through and beat the game it felt i felt great that i beat it until i see that it gave me a c rank it made me feel bad for not doing better even though i wasn't gonna 100 it you know evan i don't know i mean sometimes the chaps you know it doesn't bother me as much in collectathon games as it does in, um, uh, like, Streets of Rage 4, which actually there's a review of an expansion pass. I fucking love that game. But, like, when you beat a level, it gives you a a grade, and a lot of games do that. Uh, Sometimes those grades chat me a little bit, because I feel like I did really good, and then it's like, eh, D+. And you're like, what? What the fuck? I did good! What the fuck do you have to do to get an A? In this, I've never gotten an A in my fucking life, in anything. So sometimes it bothers me, sometimes it doesn't. I've just hit a point where, like, unless it's a game where uh, I, 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 you know, I'm focused on getting those A ranks or the three-star ranks or fucking whatever you want to talk about with the rankings, I just ignore them. Just play the game however you want to play it. I do get it, though. It does—it fucking literally feels like if you worked really hard on a school project and gave it to your teacher and then got, like, a D. Like, you fucking worked so hard, you beat this game, and then they're like, yeah, here's an—you you didn't fail, but you're you didn't fucking pass you know i I get it it fucking sucks but don't worry about it luigi's mansion 3 and don't feel bad about at times finding luigi's mansion 3 hard there are a couple instances where that game is hard a couple instances but that's a good fuck i love that game actually that was a good fucking video game (laughs) <laughs> this i don't think this is a good video game scott roseberry wrote it and said did you ever play michael jordan's chaos in the windy city on the super nintendo your michael jordan and your teammates have been kidnapped so you have to use different types of basketballs to throw at enemies and find all of them i have a random soft spot for it i gotta be honest scott i didn't even know that game fucking existed it sounds better than shack fu but it sounds worse than almost everything that isn't Shaq Fu I just being honest that does not sound that doesn't sound very good Ken Griffey Jr's major league baseball or Michael Jordan's chaos in the windy city (laughs) I'll take Ken Griffey Jr. Dan Wagner said Adam I have a problem I am 200 plus runs into Hades this is my first roguelike this is probably the first time I've ever been this addicted to a game so two questions how do I put down the controller and what roguelike should I try next cheers um Dan, the only way you're going to get us... I think the only way you're going to escape the Vortex of Hades is to get hooked on a different roguelike instead. And which one should you try next? Uh, I mean, you guys know Slay the Spire, the unofficial official game of Remember the Game Industries. I fucking love that game. But that's card combat and a slower-paced strategy game. If you're looking for a more action based game, I would probably throw a vote out for Dead Cells. Look up Dead Cells. That would probably be my next... Hmm... Uh, yeah, I'll go with that. Dead Cells or Rogue Legacy? Look those two up. If you like Hades, you'll probably like them. And then Daja1K1T wrote in and said, I very much love this podcast. I'm a 42-year-old Scottish bloke and I'm a gamer, but I need a little help. I have MS, so mobility is very much non-existent nowadays. I have six or seven retro consoles that I want to hook up to my HDTV to pass the time all the time. I've bought some wires and some SCART switches and the likes, but I need some help and guidance to get them set up. Could you help me, Adam, and put the word out for me? I am in Glasgow, Scotland. Help me, O blank Kenobi. You're my only hope. I like, I like being old blank Kenobi. Now that I've seen the Star Wars movies, I get that. That makes me feel good. Um, thanks for writing in, Daja. And uh, yeah, I'll fucking put it out there. If anyone's around Glasgow and wants to hook up with another retro gamer and uh, help Daja get these fucking things hooked up, yeah, fucking yell at me and I'll put you in contact. So good luck, dude. Good luck. And finally, before we move on from this segment, it's letter time, it's letter time. Oh, and I want to call out stupid monkey who wrote in in their comment, it's letter time, it's letter time, and then wrote in their comment. That's you cheating son of a bitch. I almost read it just out of fucking spite. But you can't put it's letter time, it's letter time in your comment and get the letter time letter, you fucking, you fucking monkey. Uh, but it is letter time, and I'm going with a uh, letter from Quest this week who wrote in and said hey adam heard you mention the impending doom of running out of new retro games to cover on the podcast which is only natural after having damn near 200 episodes i'm sure you know this but there are several ps1 gems you've yet to cover as well as an entire library of ps2 gold as someone that grew up playing the ps2 i'd love to hear episodes about ratchet and clank 1 through 4 the sly cooper series jack and daxter the dragon ball z Bukaki series and it's budokai but i couldn't help myself guitar hero etc i'd even consider some of the older xbox 360 ps3 era games to be classic now like halo 3 halo reach gears of war mass effect little big planet etc not only that but i know you've mentioned covering the gba which has a massive and awesome library as well as the nintendo ds and psp you still got a ton of ammo to work with for remember the game just some food for thought thank you writing for writing in quest so yeah i think it was last week or um I don't know, sometime in, I do so many of these fucking podcasts now, on a podcast over the last few weeks, I mentioned that I'm worried I'm starting to run out of games, and I just want to clarify that a little bit, so I'm not running out of games, I'm running out of games that I have played, that's the issue, like, I've I've talked about it before, I know a ton of people want us to cover more PS2 games, and actually my buddy Darren lent me a fucking stack of PS2 games, and there's Sly Coopers in there, there's Ratchet and Clank's in there, uh, what else is in here? Uh, da, 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 da. There's some Spyro in there. There's a whole bunch of stuff. I know uh, there's a ton of PS2 games you guys want covered. The PS2 came out when I was in like my bar hopping phase. So I've talked about that before. That's why I just recently played Grand Theft Auto San Andreas for the first time. I played Bully for the first time when they won our Patreon polls. I got out of gaming in that era and kind of just started going to the bar and getting drunk instead. So... Uh, There's a whole bunch of games I need to cover on there. There's still a ton of NES games. I know we haven't covered the Castlevanias. We haven't covered the, the Contras. There's still a bunch of Mega Man's, those I have played, uh, to cover. There's still an ass ton of Sega Genesis games that I really want to get to. There's still 64 games I want to get to. I agree, we are kicking tires on eventually covering maybe Gears of War, Halo 3, some of those types of games. There's still a mountain of GBA games I want to get to. There's GameCube games. It's not that I'm running out of, and I just want, and I'm not calling you out, Quest. I just wanted to address this for everyone to know. It's not that I'm running out of games to cover. It's just that I'm running out of games that I've played. And I'm running out of time to play those games. Between comedy and the podcasts, it's just, um, you know, I'm being honest. I'm not trying to sound like I'm like, I work so hard. Because I know most of, probably every single person listening to this has a harder job than I do. I get that. But, like, I do work really hard on this. And I probably put, I would guess I put somewhere from... 10 to 12 hours a day, most days into the podcast and my comedy bookings and, and obviously going to do comedy shows and stuff like that on average, I would say 10, 10, 12 hours a day. And then I still have to find time to play the games, you know, plus I need to have a social life and I need to, you know, see my girlfriend and do all those types of things and stuff like that. So that's been the kicker. And I really have been trying to, I talked about this a little bit on the rambling idiot this week. Um, I'm trying to, uh, just get my day a little bit more structured and part of that structure is I really am trying to turn out a couple hours a day to just dedicate toward playing games, which is awesome. Like that's the whole, the dream of being a video game podcaster for a living was I was like, I make a living just playing video games. And the one thing I don't have time to do is play the video games. And that's why I know you guys want stuff like Suicoden covered and Final Fantasy Tactics covered. There's KOTOR 2. The uh, I know there's a ton of like Pokemon. People have asked about so many Pokemon games. It's just a really long fucking video games. It, that's the problem so I just want everyone to know I'm not I'm not running out of games to cover I I hear all the games you guys bring up and I want to get to them it's just a matter of finding time to play all of them that's all it is so rest assured I'm doing my best I'm trying to figure out how to remedy it it's the thing about it is I feel guilty when I sit down to play the video games. That's the part of it I feel guilty about because I'm like, well, I should be working on the website for this or I should be working on new promotional material for this. or I should be sending more emails out to try to book comedy shows. And it's it's I'm, I'm slowly burning it into my brain that it's like you're not just sitting at home playing video games for no reason because you don't feel like going to work. You need to play these games to cover them on the podcast. The podcast is your source of income, which is your job it's, and I know it sounds stupid to call it a job, but it, you know, it is become a job. And it's, it's no different than like a professional musician, you know, playing their guitar all day and then being like, I didn't do anything but smoke pop play guitar all day. It's like, yeah, but you make a living with your guitar, right? Or a fucking, I don't know. I can't think of an, an artist painting all day and then being like, ah, I fucking painted all day and I should have done some work. It is your work. This has become my work. And it's just something that I need to drill into my head a little more as to like, Dude, you're not a bum if you're sitting around playing video games. You're literally getting ready for this podcast. So I know the list of games you guys want covered. I promise I have intentions of trying to get to most of them over the next couple of years. It's just a time thing. That's all it is. But I just, yeah, I just wanted to clarify my stance a little bit when I say I'm worried about running out of games. I just got to fucking play some video games. That's all. All right. Thank you to everyone that wrote in this week. We got a ton of comments and you guys know every week I, st- I really do stress out about not being able to read all of them. But keep writing in. If you didn't get read this week and there's something you really wanted read, write it in again. And it doesn't mean that I won't read it down the road. It doesn't bother me if I see the same comments over and over. That's fine, okay? But thank you very much. We're gonna move on. Let's get to our Smash Hits segment, the unofficial official game show. The unofficial official game of Remember the Game Industries is Slay the Spire. The unofficial official game show of Remember the Game Industries. Play one, remake one, erase one. And as always, a huge thank you to Classic Concentration from the NES for unknowingly providing us with the theme music for the show. The rules are simple. Every week, I give our listeners three retro video games. They can play one as it was released. They can remake one as a modern game. And the third is a race from time forever. As always, there are no wrong answers. There is a right one. We'll get to that in just a minute. And we're talking a business simulation game this week with Dino Park Tycoon. So I thought I would go with three PC PC simulation games that are among the best ever. I think i in my opinion they are anyway best known at least we're going with the sims tropico and roller coaster tycoon and with 42 percent of the popular vote the choice this week was to play the sims remake roller coaster tycoon in a race, tropico and that shocks me a little because i know the sims is huge and i know people love roller coaster tycoon i'm it's I'm a little shocked that so few people knew Tropico, and I'm a little shocked that that vote ran away, like almost half of all the votes, with six options, 42% is huge, I was a little surprised, it's not what I would do, but I'll show you my work in a minute, let's see what a few of you had to say here, Dan S wrote in and said he'd play Rollercoaster Tycoon, me and my sister got this game out of a cereal box in the early 2000s, what a game, we played it forever, it's almost a perfect zen game. remake Tropico. I'm a devoted fan of this series. The humor and economical slash social management simulation parts of these games rock. The first one was a little rough. Maybe they could go back and give it the love it deserves. Holy shit, now I'm going to go fire up Tropico 6 and then erase The Sims. Hey, want to escape reality by playing a video game? Not with this dog turd. (laughs) These games are so boring, it makes watching paint dry seem like watching OG Ninja Turtles for the first time again. So two quick things number one you guys got roller coaster tycoon out of a fucking cereal box that is the greatest cereal box prize of all time i remember like buying captain crunch and we fucking would get which does cut the roof of your mouth fuck them and you would get the little blue like we had a little blue like water gun and it was just a captain with a hole in his head and you would squeeze him and he'd chew water you got fucking roller coaster you got one of the greatest video games of all time that's bullshit um and The Sims, okay, so I had a lot of people writing in saying they don't know what Tropico is. And we had some people writing in saying The Sims sucks. And I know that The Sims is like, I, if there was a walk of fame for video games, The Sims would be on it. And I'm not even that big a Sims fan, but I know how big it is. So I was a little shocked that so few people knew Tropico. And I was so few, shocked that so few people cared about The Sims. Andre wrote in and said, I'll say play Tropico. Uh, it's always I've always enjoyed this game. as a great world builder, a la Sim City, but on an island. Remake Roller Coaster Tycoon, easily the PC game I've played more than any other. I love the time it takes to create a great park. The other side is you can dick and torture and murder your customers, of course, and then erase the Sims. It's a fun game, but I get bored by this game after about 45 minutes. There's only so much you can do unless you want to torture your Sims. Now I'm not gonna lie to you. I didn't know you could torture your Sims. That fucking intrigues me a little. Cause there's nothing better that was we talked about in the roller coaster tycoon episode, there's nothing better than digging a hole in your park and just picking up park gores and dropping it into in the fucking <laughs> uh, I need to see a therapist. Uh Hulk Hogan's brother wrote (laughs) it's a sweet handle hulk hogan's brother wrote in and said play roller coaster tycoon no i'm not gonna do that play roller coaster tycoon because it's still fun erase the sims because they've already remade it four times and then remake tropico as a third person narcos inspired empire builder that got my attention the idea of making it into just like a narco yeah buddy fucking rights that got you yeah well done hulk hogan's brother thomas cheney said play roller coaster tycoon since its gameplay is just as charming as and addictive now as it was when it was released remake the sims i loved this game when it first came out and i think with improved graphics and some improvements to the gameplay and the interface this game could be tons of fun without all the endless expansions and microtransactions that plagued later entries in the series and then erase tropico since i've tried multiple times to get into this series and eventually gave up after a few hours due to lack of interest it's got six entries so it's obviously got something going for it but it's the one i missed the least I'm all right with that. At least you've played it. I can't believe how many people never even heard of Tropical. And dude, shout out, like, there's sound logic to remaking The Sims and literally just getting rid of the micro transactions. Fucking sound logic. Uh, A couple more here. Jay Hampton... Wrote in and said, I'm remaking Roller Coaster Tycoon because as much as I still love the original, it has aged horribly. Updated graphics, more interactive gameplay, and a new paint of coat would be awesome. A nice pull. Uh, Play The Sims because it's The Sims and get rid of Tropico because what the fuck is Tropico? See? I'm ch- like, I only knew of Tropico because my friends played it and they showed it to me. But I'm shocked that more people didn't know this game john fool johnny ccdc wrote it it said listen i respect your rules which is why i'm gonna i'm going with the lower tear this time around blank i'm gonna play tropical because i've simply never played it fine i'm gonna remake the sims because i love that game and has personal sentimental value to me where i would just love to play a version remade in larger to life with modern updates maybe a wireless smartphone charger on the table and plugs for my electric cars etc and then Johnny would erase roller, ty- roller Coaster Tycoon only because I prefer The Sims. That's just them, their rules, and we must follow them. So that's me. So there's my logic, brother. So, oh, the only reason you're not on double secret probation is because you technically followed the rules. That is the only fucking reason. If you had fucking veered off the path one iota and then erased Roller Coaster Tycoon, you'd be fucking not Johnny CCDC, you'd be Johnny CC double probation motherfucker. Oh, double secret. I, all right, never, I'm moving on. That was supposed to be clever and I fucked it up, but I can't believe you had a race, roller coaster tycoon. And then Doug Dorn said, good one this week. I'll start by erasing the Sims. I've played it a couple times over the years, but it falls foul of the, I'm not erasing the other two situation. That's fair. Now, the order of the other two is tough, but I'm going to play Rollercoaster Tycoon as the first one was pure perfection. I've played a couple of the remakes and sequels and they just didn't do it for me, whereas I'd happily still fire a game of the original up today. And then I'll remake Tropico. I had a copy in college and I loved it. It just didn't hold me like Rollercoaster Tycoon did. So I'll give it a remake and let me start strangling strangers with cries of Viva El Presidente once more. And that was my hooker too, Doug Dorn. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm erasing The Sims because I just not. it's not my jam. But I was torn between Rollercoaster Tycoon coon and tropico as well i ended up going with the distant runner up 19 percent of the vote on the poll uh which uh, uh, mercury 869 had the same logic mercury said i play tropico i've never played it myself but from what i've heard it's really fun it is I'd remake Roller Coaster Tycoon. These games are fantastic. Truly a pioneer in Sim Amusement Park games. I used to build a coaster with one loop and then run the track as high as it could go without the car falling off. Always a five-star coaster. I also charge 10 cents to use the bathroom. Me too, man. You gotta fucking pay people to, to make them use the bathroom. And then I'd erase The Sims. Literally nothing will be lost with what this will be, or literally nothing will be lost with this. What will be gained is people playing better games. The Sims is good for about five minutes, but once everything is established, it really falls flat plus ea really squeezes this pig with a billion tiny expansions and content packs that cost way too much get rid of this bane on gaming and so i don't think the Sims sucks i've never gotten into it but i get why people are so into it but i can uh, like the fucking ea has j- like the sims and shit that come with the or the the micros that come with the sims have, have gotten completely fucking out of hand so i, I can get on board with that uh, i would do the same thing as mercury and anyone that voted that way i would play tropico because i didn't play a ton of it back in the day some of my friends were addicted to it and i i always thought it was really cool what i did play it it's just that i kept finding myself going back to roller coaster tycoon which is what i would remake because the original is my favorite business sim my favorite pc game of all time And it feels like they've just completely fucked this game over. Think of the meme from American Pie where Jim and his dad are sitting there and Jim looks disappointed and the pie is on the table because he's obviously had his way with the pie. That pie is Roller Coaster Tycoon. So I would remake it and just not fuck the pie. And then I would erase The Sims because I just, yeah, it's not my jam. I'm not getting rid of Tropico or Roller Coaster, that's all. So thank you to everyone that played this week. Let me get into what I've been playing and then we'll talk Dino Park Tycoon. Pretty quick segment. I've almost exclusively been playing Deathloop. Uh, which is one of the funkiest games I have ever played. It was probably my most anticipated game of the year this year. And I think for the most part, it lived up to the hype and hit the mark. I'll get more into that tomorrow on Expansion Pass with our full review. And then I've been playing Diddy Kong Racing on my Nintendo 64. It won last month's Patreon poll. Uh, mark McHugh is all fired up to record that episode. We were actually talking about it before we recorded the Roller Coaster Tycoon episode, or of me, the Dino Park Tycoon episode. Uh, so I'm hoping to finish... Diddy Kong racing off this weekend before Metroid Dread and everything gets going. Apparently racing that final pig is hell, but I'm almost there. So we'll find out. That's almost all I've been playing. Let's get into Dino Park Tycoon. I'd like to give some of you a chance to share your thoughts and I'm going to rip through a few of them here before Mark and I talk for 45 minutes or so. Stupid monkey wrote in and said, fuck, I love this game as a kid. I used to remember showing up to school an hour early just so I could play it in the computer lab. I know it's online to play, but I'm scared to do so as I don't know if it'll live up to my memories. For what it's worth, I replayed it a couple months ago to get ready for this podcast. I actually thought it did. For what it's worth, I thought thought it, it was one of those rare games where I'm like, this is how I remember it. For what it's worth. It's a harder than I remember, but it lives up. Retro Bismol wrote in and said, Oh man, this takes me back. So many memories of playing this at school. I'd always waste my money on that damn Vegasaurus. We're going to talk about the Vegasaurus in a bit. I fucking love the Vegasaurus. Brendan Hine said, Oh man, I have been waiting for this episode since you teased talking about it during your Oregon Trail podcast. This game resonated with me so much. We played it in school at the computer lab and all I wanted was to have a version at home. Sadly, it never transpired, but I still clocked plenty of hours in that computer lab. Jurassic World Evolution is a fun equivalent now, but it's so deep. I miss the simplistic nostalgia of Dino Park. One of my all-time faves, remember to upgrade those fences. We're going to get into the fucking fences, man, cuz those fences fuck you. But I I also I, it is simple and that's what made it so pure wolfgang darren said it's about time you've been talking about this forever and i just you're right and it is finally time and then frosty feet 492 said i've never heard of this game other than on your roller coaster tycoon episode but i'd be willing to give it a shot unless it was oregon trail or cool game.com we were not playing it in school you lucky bastard and that's the thing is i don't even know how the downloads for this week's episode are going to be because it feels like two out of three people don't know this game at all so i Again, it's completely free to play online right now, so I hope you give this a chance. And if it sounds like fun, I hope you give it a shot. I hope you download it and just see what all the hubbub is about. Because I'm telling you, it's a surprisingly simple but fun business simulation game that I think might be fun for you to play with your kids these days too. Like we played as kids. So uh, maybe the fact that more people haven't heard of this game is why the fucking developer went out of business. But we'll get into it. well, I had to get that. We'll get into all that in a minute. I'm gonna queue up some music. I think, I haven't actually looked to see if there's music for Dino Park Tycoon, but assuming there was music, I queued some up there. Uh, Otherwise, I'll have queued up something. And when it stops, Mark McHugh and I are going to talk about Dino Park Tycoon, which was originally sold to school children, or at least schools to be played by children, back in 1993. Enjoy the episode, everybody. Let's go. Okay. So, joining me via the blank phone this week is uh, he needs no introduction, but I am contractually obligated to give him one anyways. He's a longtime guest of the podcast, a longtime supporter, a longtime hot dog, a comedian, a good friend, and a former Hall of Famer. It's my buddy Mark Tholomew McHugh. How's it going, pal?
1: It's going really well. I don't know where I'm Mark I'm really excited to talk about dinosaurs. Buddy. But okay, so,
0: two quick <laughs> Okay, I just, I don't know where Mark Tholomew, like, is, there, is that a real name? Do you know Mark Tholomew? No way.
1: There's no way that's a real name. Wow. <laughs> Bort is.
0: So, man, I, you know what? <laughs> with the names today, I, any, okay, it doesn't matter. Okay, Mark it is. I will go My with Mark My son Tholomew. is also named Bort. Fuck, I hate that. I gotta be honest. Okay, I promise everyone we're gonna get into Dino Park Tycoon. I fucking, I laugh at that scene just like everybody else. That is such a stupid fucking scene. And it's not even, there are so many better bits. In that Itchy and Scratchy Land episode, than fucking Bort. But Bort is for some reason the fucking scene that stuck. And it just chaps my fucking ass sometimes. Because it's not that good. We need
1: good. more Bort license plates. Oh,
0: God. <laughs> fucking terrible. Like, we're in the Itchy Lot, and they're like, Bart's dead. And they're like, what? Dead serious about going to Itchy and Scratchy Land? And then when he's like, here are two free passes. And Homer's like, but there are four of us. Here are two free passes. Like, there's so many That's better scenes. Better. Anyway, yeah, that's better. Okay, sorry. We're not going, we'll talk Simpsons some other day, everybody. Uh, wait for. Well, but we're
1: talking theme parks. And while we're yeah. talking theme parks, let's talk dino theme parks.
0: Swish. Well done. That's why, that's that's not getting you back in the hall, but uh, you can eat in the cafeteria now. You can eat in the Perfect. cafeteria of the Hall of Fame again. Uh, Perfect. That's, we're, <laughs> that's all I need. <laughs> that's all you need. Yeah, yeah. Just no comps either. Full price. Fuck you. But uh, we're talking Dino Park Tycoon. And listen, everybody, if you've never heard of this game, I understand Mark and I, dude, what fuck you probably suggested this game rock probably around the time we did Oregon trail, which was over a year ago now. Um, yeah. And you brought this one up and I was like, yeah, cause I fucking, I adore this video game, but then I posted on social media and I was like, yo, did anyone play this growing up? And it was like a 60,
1: 40 of people saying that they didn't. So, cause, well, it was like, it was, it was an educational game that was pretty popular in schools in Canada.
0: Yeah, well, okay, so yeah, I looked that up and like apparently it's played in the States too. But like, yeah, most of the people that have told me they played it played it in Canada. So for the record, everybody, like it's a really, really this isn't a shitty game. Like, this is a really good game. You're gonna hear all about it. And if at the end of this episode you're like, fuck, that sounds dope. I'd like to try that. If you go to classicreload.com, it's completely free. You can
1: just download it and play it. Um, this is one of those games where it's like it breaks my heart that they never made another one because think of how cool this game could be if they were still making Dino Park Tycoon games.
0: Yeah. Oh, agreed. So, like, if you guys, so we'll we'll, we'll explain the the if you've not if you don't know if you don't know what this game is, it is a game that we had to play in school. Um, I, I would argue
1: the educational value of this game, but doesn't matter. Well, when- it was about like business management. It teaches you, you know, like, oh, this is how much land costs and oh, you have to pay your employees and yeah. you got to feed your dinosaurs. You have to hire this type of person for this. You have to build that. Like it was more like it was a money management game that they like are in like a Jurassic Park shaped wrapper.
0: Yeah. So, it, and I think this came out before, I mean, this came out before the movie Jurassic Park. I don't know when the book came out of Jurassic Park, but probably before this. But yeah, like, so like, I adore, you actually don't do, and I apologize, Mark. It's been like three years. Were you the guest on Roller Coaster Tycoon? You were. Absolutely. Yeah. So like, I, we both love Roller Coaster Tycoon um i like SimCity. like i love business i don't play a ton of them just because they are huge time sinks if you get into them but i love business simulation games and this is the one that started my love of all of them before roller coaster tycoon or anything there was dino park tycoon and we would play this in school and you're right they were supposed to teach you about managing your money and stuff like that i don't know how you ever played it i never even fucking thought about my money i just wanted to build an amusement park full of dinosaurs and, Me too, and I just plowed ahead, and that's how yeah. I
1: lost every single time. Me too, oh, bro. Quick.
0: God, I tried to play this like two months ago to get ready for this podcast as a 37-year-old man, and I lost my fucking shirt. And I was like, how the Dude, fuck? it's
1: so hard. It's so it's hard. It's so hard.
0: How the fuck did a 10 year old's play? Like, it's great. Listen, if you're thinking, like, oh, there's. I thought you said this was a good game. I don't know about yourself, Mark, but, like, let's get the bad out of the way first so that we can just suck this game's dick because I like it more than I hate it. The biggest criticism I have of this game is that, especially off the top, it is very difficult. Once you get going, you're fine. Like, once a little bit of money starts coming in, then it actually isn't too bad. But in the early get go, it is fucking. Like, what's this? Like, I'm, I'm way fucking out of my pay grade here, but what's that saying? Like, is it four out of five new businesses go out, like go under in their first year or something like that? Um, Yeah. Yeah. And it's,
1: and it's very of like, they made it purposely ruthless for that reason. I think
0: I'm shocked that they didn't put an end game into this where you have to deal with the bankruptcy proceedings. Where you have to, like, sell off your dinosaurs and, like, liquidate your inventory and stuff like that. Because, like, four out of five Dino Park tycoons go out of business in the first ten minutes. It's fucking, oh, God, it's hard off the top.
1: A dinosaur will, like, jump a fence and eat some people and then you're, like, fucked because you didn't buy the right type of fence. Yeah. But well, because or you your no dinosaurs fucking... are pissed because they want like a better terrain, but like the desert was like half the cost that the jungle was. Yeah, you had no fucking money. So like when you start the game, it's literally it is
0: it is like Jurassic Park for kids. It is like have you played Jurassic uh, what fuck is it called Evolution Jurassic Park or Jurassic world Evolution? It's like the modern business sim Jurassic Park game. Have you played no, it? At all? I
1: played like uh I played like the phone game that they came out with when like Jurassic World was originally out. Yeah, but me I haven't too. played like a Jurassic Park Sim game since then. Okay.
0: My understanding is that evolution's pretty good. But this is basically evolution, but like
1: Junior, Like, for babies. Because when the game yeah, starts... Yeah, like, it was still a game that was clearly made in the 90s.
0: Yeah, yeah. When the game starts... Oh, I will say I like the graphics. We'll talk about that in a minute. But I, I like the graphics of this game. But when the game starts, you have, like, this... You have this fucking... There's like a lot, it's like a blueprint, like something you'd roll out on like a blue, literally like a blueprint you'd roll out on like a table, like for a big meeting. And there's a whole bunch of lots for sale. And you have like, I don't remember how much money you got, like $10,000 or fucking something like that. And you're basically.
1: start with 5,000.
0: Okay. And yeah, yeah, you're right. Five G's. And you're basically tasked with opening a park and you have to buy a lot of land, like not a lot of land, but like you have to buy a single lot of land. You have to buy a dinosaur to put in that lot. You have to buy fence to put around it. You got to buy food, blah, blah, blah. Then you open your park. And when your park opens, it's, it's literally just a dinosaur in a field, in a fence, and people pay to come see it. And the thing is, like, I've always thought Jurassic, like, the idea of Jurassic Park and shit is so cool and stuff like that. But, like, Mark, if they're literally, if Elon Musk literally just had a dinosaur in a fence, in a field, He could charge thousands of dollars and I'd
1: be like, I want to
0: see the dinosaur. I'll fucking.
1: It was like, I'll go see a T-Rex. Like, especially if it was like a T-Rex or like a Raptor or something like cool like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What's your just, okay. So what's your favorite? I'm just curious. What's your favorite dinosaur?
1: Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, Uh, I mean, I guess like T-Rex is the classic one to go with, but they're such Uh, assholes. They are. It really interesting that like really interesting the way they hunted and like, it's interesting how little we actually know because if you like watch Jurassic Park, that's not really what T-Rexes were like. They now think that they were more like methodical hunters and that they would work in packs and like slowly corner things instead. Like raptors? Yeah. You imagine Where, like, T-Rexes raptors, hunting like, like a raptor? Not, like, the, raptors are not the size of that they were in Jurassic Park at all. Like they're the size of chickens.
0: Well, did you know you can train raptors? I saw that Jurassic World. You can train them to be like dogs.
1: No, I'm the, dude, people that like dinosaurs are losing their
0: fucking minds right now. Losing their... I, I was just curious. Like, I'm a Triceratops guy. I love the Triceratops. I think he's
1: cool. Oh, dude. It. The Triceratops
0: is pretty sweet. Yeah. Fucking like all those horns, his big head and shit like that. But anyway... I also
1: do like the Pterodactyl because it's blue. Oh, yeah. For sure. And you fucking know what I liked nice. most about the Triceratops is that it was... Billy the Blue Ranger on Power Rangers she, that was his dinosaur I didn't want to and say it that was it. the one I liked the most yeah
0: I didn't want to say it because people are going to make fun of me because he's he's my favorite ranger so I was like that's a big part of the reason the Triceratops is my favorite dinosaur is because of Billy the Ranger um, yeah exactly. the Donatello with Who's the Power make Rangers fun of you
1: fuck you Billy was the best
0: ranger yeah suck it That'll do it for this week's episode of Remember the No. Uh, okay, so, okay, so like, okay, so you start out, you get like this lot of land, you have a few grand, and then like basically you have to buy a dinosaur, buy a lot of land, and you open your park, and I always love that like. And this is the thing like to this day I I think it's really fucking cool even when I fired it back up to play and I was like, "Oh yeah." So like, you get to choose what kind of land you want to buy. Do you want to buy desert? Do you want to buy marsh? Do you want to buy I think it's like jungle or something? And the the better the land, the more expensive it's going to cost you to buy it, but once you buy it, then your, you know, your dinosaurs will be happier and some dinosaurs thrive in different kinds of communities and stuff like that. And then you have to put fence around it. This was always my favorite thing. Was that you would just go to the you would just go to like the general store. Because there was, like, an overhub where you had, like... uh, I'm looking at it right now. You have the place where you buy food, where you buy dinosaurs, where you hire people, where you buy land, and where you buy stuff for your park at the general store.
1: And there was, like, a dinosaur auction house, too, which I thought was cool. the auctions were fucking awesome. Um, But here's the thing. Like, when you listen to the auction, I've... Like, to me, it always sounded... Because, like, it was just, like, generic sounds meant to sound like an auctioneer. But to me, it always sounded like the guy was saying... Fingernail fun, fingernail, finger, finger, fingernail finger, finger fun, fingernail fun, finger, 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 finger fingernail fun. And I was like, "What the? fuck? Well, that's don't that's what they say, Mark. I don't that's know, what I don't know it what sounds like. But it's they don't so say anything,
0: thing. dude. Auctioneers, I respect <laughs> auctioneers. I'm not saying that's an easy job, but I'm telling you, all you really got to do is be like, "All right, I got two hundred, I got two hundred over here, I got two hundred over there, I got two hundred, I got 200, I got two hundred, like it's just blah, blah 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 blah, and then you say a word every once in a while. It's just fucking." It's such a smoke show, fucking auctioneers. They're like car sales. They're the fucking worst. They're like the shittiest fucking sales anyway. So now we've pissed off the dinosaur lovers, and we've pissed off auctioneers. So that's 0 for 2. Perfect. Um, One of my favorite things about this game is like right off the hop, the first thing you got to do is you got to buy a piece of land. You pick what kind of land you want to buy. Then you got to put fence on that land so you can put your dinosaur in it. And I always love that when you went to the general store, uh to and actually it wasn't just the general stores the same thing when you bought food and stuff it was like so the menus were so easy to navigate because they're, it's a game for fucking you know it's a game for children and it's like a notebook and you just flip through this it's like a giant photo album that you flip through and when you buy the fence you can get like wood fence chain link fence concrete fence and then you can electrocute it if you want to um add electricity to it and i always love the idea that you could <laughs> i love the idea that you could just go buy a plot of dirt you could buy wooden fence like literally the fence that's in my backyard put it around that plot of dirt drop a t-rex in there and then just open the gates and see what happens and i just think that is the greatest literally my wooden fence can't keep molly in my backyard <laughs> and molly is six pounds and we're just gonna drop dinosaurs in there but it's because it you i think what what it really is trying to teach you other than money management is basically like you get what you pay for type thing you know like if you buy the yeah. better you buy the better fence your dinosaurs won't get out i won't lie to you man like and i played this game a ton as a kid i don't ever Maybe it happened. I,
1: I don't remember my dinosaurs escaping. I Oh dude, I re- I don't think I ever played a game where my dinosaurs didn't escape. <laughs> and then like and then you get sued and then you lose so much more money by going with the cheap fence.
0: It's it teaches yeah, it it basically teaches you to like not cheap out. You know what I mean? They're like it's certain things you can cheap out on, don't cheap out on this. If you're going to if you're going to get a pet dinosaur, fucking take care of it um so you buy the lot of land you put fence around it then you have to go buy a dinosaur and mark i like i'm not i I wouldn't consider myself like a huge dinosaur buff but even as i just always thought they were you know what kid didn't think dinosaurs were cool you know what i mean like we all thought dinosaurs were neat when we were little
1: yeah Um, especially in the 90s when we had like jurassic park and like all and like land before time and all of these dinosaur movies coming out and dinosaurs the show yeah, Dinosaurs the Show, fuck! That, that
0: was such a great fucking show, man. Other than the baby. Yeah, all, I
1: hate that fucking kid. The baby was so... I'm the baby, uh,
0: yeah. Not the mama, that fat little fucking weirdo. They're
1: not the mama. I, I thought that. that I thought it, there was one episode that I thought was really funny where they bought, uh, they bought insurance for asteroids. <laughs> Seriously? I don't Ford remember... Ford. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember my science to this. They bought like asteroid insurance, and then of course, like they get hit by an asteroid. But it's like, no, 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 no. As soon as it enters Earth's orbit, it becomes not an asteroid. It becomes something else. So they couldn't pay like cash in on the policy.
0: What a sick! Oh fuck! I loved that show. That's fucking great. Holy fuck!
1: It's <laughs> the Dino. only episode i really remember i thought that was a really funny joke
0: i remember the boss uh i remember earl's was his name earl i think his name was earl the boss they're the dad um but you remember his his boss was like that big mean like, fucking sinclair i fucking was always scared oh of him. yeah he had the big cigar i was always scared of him as a kid
1: um <laughs> what a weird
0: show what a, this is the worst episode of remember the game that we've ever fucking done
1: ever ever There's 15, no way. ever ever i love it though no way we're talking about dinosaurs Actually, We're talking about old video games yeah you're it's right not like here
0: no you're right this is fucking it's certainly not mario is missing that's for fucking true
1: and here's the thing like dino park tycoon again great game but i guarantee that more of your listeners have seen dinosaurs the show than have played dino park tycoon that's probably true too
0: that's a fair point um so what was I going to talk? Oh right. So after you bought land, and you bought a fence, and you go buy a dinosaur. Mark, I always thought this was the coolest fucking thing in the world because when you buy food, and we'll get there, uh, when you buy staff or hire staff, when you buy land, and when you buy supplies for your for your um, for your park, like fence or bathrooms or fucking whatever, it's all like a static screen. There's some where you flip through like a notebook to pick what you want, but it's just a static screen. Do you remember the screen where you actually buy dinosaurs and you would go to this? It was like this huge wall of eggs just sitting in like eggs and you'd
1: have like the little claw hand would pick it up
0: yeah and all you would do is like you could click on it and then it would show you like a picture of the dinosaur and it would tell you like this dinosaur prefers marsh or this dinosaur prefers desert or whatever uh this dinosaur eats this many units of food a day either veggies or or like meat uh and like how much it costs and stuff like that it had like a little couple of little facts about the dinosaurs but then when you picked the one that you wanted yeah it was so dope because this little like this little fucking cart would come along the bottom of the screen and this giant claw would just reach down pick the egg up out of the hay drop it into your cart and then the cart would like pull off to the side and that's how you bought your dinosaur and i like i vividly remember just like almost every time I got a chance to play this in school, just going to each of the dinosaurs and clicking on them just to read about them because I thought that they were so like, there's, there's a lot of fucking dinosaurs in this game.
1: Yeah. Um, I always uh, love that screen. (laughs) I remember the first few times I played this game, I went straight there. I was like, I'm going to buy a dinosaur. I'd buy land. And then I bought a dinosaur. So then I would have, and then I would just put the dinosaur on the land without buying a fence first. This is why. This is why
0: your fucking dinosaurs kept breaking out. You peck head because yeah, you weren't putting them in. A- <laughs>
1: then I would buy a fence and then put a dinosaur in it, and then they kept breaking that because I got the cheapest fence.
0: Because you spent all your money on a great dinosaur. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Well, that's the. Or I spent all money, all all my money on like having like jungle terrain.
0: Right. Right. Yeah, the great terrain, other and than then, desert. Yeah. Um, I always liked that. Oh, dude, and there was like. I haven't played this game in a long time, guys. So if you have played this game and I'm wrong, then fucking eat me. But there was like, was it the Vegasaurus? There was like a made-up dinosaur that wore like a fucking... Yeah, that had
1: like sunglasses. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm looking it up right now. Vegas. I was trying to find it, but I couldn't remember what it was called. Uh... Was it possible to? Yeah, the Vegasaurus! Oh my god! And he like looked like he was like an he fucking he had like sunglasses and like a mic. He looked like a stand up comedian, like a fucking sequin suit and like a yeah. Oh my god! I'm reading about it right here, and it says uh, diet, room service, climate, air conditioned. Era red velvet, like I think most of the rest of the dinosaurs in the game were real, but this one was made up the Vegasaurus. And I always thought, I, I never, I don't even know if you could buy it, but I that just burned into my brain. I remember thinking that dinosaurs, I wanted one so bad. And I, uh, yeah, anyway,
1: I love that that's also the plot of Jurassic World was that they just made up a new dinosaur. Oh, yeah,
0: that's right. Yeah, they, you know what? It probably would have ended less badly if they'd made up a dinosaur that was a standard, <laughs> made up
1: a Vegasaurus. Yeah, yeah
0: exactly so so like it was so cool that like you could if you were a dinosaur fan it was just cool to like look at the dinosaur place and you could like pick all the dinosaurs and and that kind of stuff so then you've got a lot of land you've got fence around it you've dropped the dinosaur in it then you had to go buy food and i will lie to you even replaying it to get ready for this podcast buying the food was always the most tedious part of the game to me um it fucking sucked quite frankly i thought it sucked and then like
1: dinosaurs would run out of food and you wouldn't notice and you'll be like oh fuck right i've got to go buy more food
0: yeah and it like because you could buy like uh you could buy like vegetarian food like you know plants and, and stuff like that you could buy meat or you could buy seeds which i think i never bought the seeds i assume you could plant the seeds to make vegetables or something i never bought the seeds i don't know what they did
1: did you ever buy do you know what they did did you ever buy seeds I think seeds grew more food and that was the idea, okay. but was I never, it? I don't remember ever using it. No. I just remember a lot. Like I had like a Brontosaurus and it ate like an insane amount of food every day. Yeah. So like that's where all of my profits went. And then that's why that park failed is this brontosaurus had to eat like 50 pounds of food a day or something.
0: Yeah, Yeah, because what it would do is it would tell you like how many units like per week that the dinosaur needs to eat. And so if it was a carnivore, it would say it would eat so many units of meat. And if it was a herbivore, it would say it eats so many units of, of plants. And then when you go to the food store, you can either buy small, medium, or large units of plants or meat. And then obviously the larger, you know, if you buy a large unit, the dinosaur needs fewer of them than if you buy a small unit. But like I would, when I would start even fucking a couple months ago, when I fired this game up to get ready for this podcast, like I would buy the smallest dinosaur I could a vegetarian dinosaur. So if he broke out, he wouldn't eat the fucking guests. And it was like the smallest one that would eat the least amount of food. And I still was always out of fucking food. And I just was like, you fat piece of shit. Stop. Eat you're on. I paid for fucking marshland. Eat the ground stop eating everything and i just it feels like it feels like every fucking 2 minutes you have to go back to the diner the, the diner the, the food place to get more fucking food for these fucking dinosaurs and then as your park grows and you start adding more dinosaurs the amount of food that you go through is fucking insane
1: Ugh. what what i love so much about like stuff like the diner and like all of the like hubs where you had to buy food like yeah like you mentioned before it was all a static screen, but they added like little details, like in the diner, you'd be you'd have the menu and there'd be like a fly like buzzing around and if it landed on it and you turned the page, it would splat the fly.
0: So satisfying to kill that fly, especially especially when you're in the diner place because you know that you're probably about to just fucking take it up the ass because you're gonna have to buy so much goddamn food again so you're just like yeah here go ahead i'm gonna take it out on this fly i fuck i remember that flipping the pages and killing the flies
1: fly with me and it'll feed the yeah yeah yeah
0: fucking all right if everyone's just gonna railroad me i'll fucking take this fly with me at least so so you would buy the food and then you had to hire staff and this was actually if i have a to this day I'll, well maybe not quite as much today but like you'd go to the the uh department of employment and you you had to hire there was maintenance I have it right in front of me because I couldn't remember all of them there was maintenance uh veterinarians security <laughs> tour guides concession workers and management and they all come with various prices per month and the, they won't let you open your park until you have at least one employee of some kind to like feed the dinosaurs and stuff like that but I never really thought they did a great job like, I mean, obviously some of them it's obvious, you know, like the concession worker will work your concession booth and maintenance worker will make sure that your fence stays not broken and stuff like that. But like, I really never, I, I, I never thought they did a great job explaining what all those places did. So I always just hired the cheapest guy, which was the tour guide
1: always. And the tour guide does you, you can't have him doing everything. I wonder if you hire enough maintenance guys, could you theoretically keep, a T-Rex in a wooden fence
0: <laughs> and hire like six maintenance guys and just be like, you don't ever fucking leave. Your only job <laughs> is to just sit here and make sure that big piece of shit doesn't walk through this fucking picket fence. <laughs> this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. help. Podcasting is a weird job because I talk to you nerds all the time. Every day. I tell you all about my life, the good and the bad, the ugly, <laughs> that is so <laughs> stupid
1: but it's like they could very easily walk through
0: i mean and maybe yeah maybe there was like you know it probably did come with an instruction manual and they just need to give us the instruction manual as a kid but i i never i always found that part a little bit confusing um but then once you did all that then you could open your park and it was actually like one of the coolest things about this game I'm literally looking at pictures of it right now and it just gives me those nostalgic feelings one of the coolest things about this game in my opinion is when you open your park and it literally is just it's it it looks like it's a field in the middle of nowhere And there's a parking lot in the corner of the screen, and people pull up, they park, they pay to get a ticket, they walk in, and there's just a single dinosaur in a fence sitting in the field. But they walk in, they look at it, you see your money counter going up because people are buying tickets and stuff like that. And if you actually do get past like the early stages of the game and start making a little bit of money and start growing your park, dude, just looking at your park as it grows is like the funnest thing in the world, in my opinion. No different than Roller Coaster Tycoon. There's just this fucking weird sense of accomplishment even though you didn't actually do anything like you're
1: just playing a video game i love looking at parts true but like just like that's why i love these building sim games so much and by the way just like a quick side note yeah anybody who loved the roller coaster tycoon games has to play planet coaster because it was made by the same company that made roller coaster tycoon i just think that they lost like that name to whatever company is using it now to sell like those awful like uh pay-to-play oh, sh- mobile games yeah, oh, shit but planet coaster it's for like uh you can i think you can get it on it's every on every major console and i think it's on pc it is the roller coaster tycoon game that like we've been waiting for it's on so game Pass coaster, too, i are checking it it's on game pass
0: i think it is yeah i think it is
1: it is so if you love these like tycoon games planet or planet coaster fucking fantastic and okay
0: and that's actually a great thing that to bring up like if you've not played dino park tycoon like don't expect a fucking sprawling world-class amusement park like you can build in like a roller coaster tycoon there's very little customization like what you do shows up Like if you put a chain link fence up or a concrete fence up, they show up differently. The dinosaurs look differently. They're actually walking around. But like you you can't... Like, you can't trace out paths on the ground and put garbage cans all over the place and stuff like that. Like, it's it's very... It's a kid's game.
1: It's a it's kid's education. It's incredibly basic. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, like, I still enjoy watching parks grow because that's the other thing is, like, as you grow, your your park, like, improves and looks nicer and you can put in more, like, bathrooms and snack shops and stuff like that. But it doesn't look... it's There's no... You can't place anything. Other than picking what lots of land you want to buy, what fence you want to put on them, and what dinosaurs you want to put in them, you don't really get to place anything. So it's certainly not as deep as a as a roller coaster tycoon or a planet coaster. But I still there's just something it's no different than when I play like a Sim City or fucking anything like that. I just love looking at this thing I built. Do you know what I mean? Does that like does that sound stupid? No, that's stupid, exactly
1: but. what I love about these tycoon games. Is you can be and like I love amusement park. I, I fucking, I'm, like I fucking like I And so like getting to build one the way that I would want to like experience one is exactly why I love these sin games so much. And so like building a dinosaur park when you're like a little kid, because yeah, this game came out before Jurassic park, but you know that it was trying to capitalize on like, is like you know they knew that movie was being made they wanted to capitalize on it that book had already come out with this exact concept
0: this game would work so easily as just zoo tycoon like and i which i know exists now but like they could have totally just made it about animals back then and it would have been just fine they clearly were like kids like dinosaurs Dino and look let's all listen i i love animals i'm a huge animal guy particularly dogs but i love animals period but like dinosaurs are cooler than animals like, like, I mean, like they yeah. just are like, so I mean, of course that's well, especially
1: it. if you're trying to teach kids about business management, you yeah. could probably like if you wrap that, it's like when you are trying, you have to give your dog medication, you have to like wrap it in a, like a sub piece of sausage.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's what, how Shaley gives me my medication
1: actually. <laughs> it's, it's true. I wish so this game I, is very much that it's teaching kids about money management yeah. and how to run a business and all that yeah but it's a game about dinosaurs
0: and it's really so oh yeah fuck so that's all the store so like the basic game like you're you're basically always in one of two screens other than like you're either on like the main hub screen where you're looking at all the different stores or your office and stuff you can go to or you're looking at your park itself um like that's 90% of the game but then one other cool thing that fucking happens you brought it up earlier and i got so i remember when my friends and i would play this every time an auction popped up we would like call our friends and be like dude come that's an auction because like there's this like cool looking dinosaur and like it he looks like the monopoly guy but he's a dinosaur like he's in a suit with a top hat And he's the one that, like, tells you, like, hey, buy land here or go get food at this place. Like, he's your guide. And sometimes an auction would pop up, and there'd be a sign on that main screen that would say auction today. And then you would click on it, and then it would take you to the auctioneer screen with the guy that's trying to flick the fingernails. And it would just be a row of these like weird looking generic fucking backs of head characters with an auctioneer there
1: just <laughs> like really badly animated people
0: oh yeah horribly i love it though i fucking i love it and then he'd be like selling off dinosaurs and then you could place your bids and sometimes you could get like a really cool dinosaur on the cheap um one of the cool things and this game i will say dude like in addition to stuff like killing the fly in addition to the idea that you go to the general store and flip through a fucking like Sears wish book to buy supplies for your dinosaur park. There's little things they do that just add a little bit of charm and fun to the game. And I love that when you're at the auction, uh, I totally forgot about this, but now I'm looking at the pictures. I remember it. When you go to the auction, the auctioneer, it's like, he's standing in like a horse stable almost, but instead of regular stable doors, it's like jail cells. Because the and you see like
1: the Velociraptor, trying to like break the lock. Yeah, yeah,
0: and the one claw is like reaching out trying to pick his lock. I think that's fuck. I just those little thing, like shit, like that. That there was no need to put that in this game. No, you know what I mean. Like it wouldn't change the game at all. But it's just such a cool little thing that just makes it more entertaining to a stupid kid like me or no you. completely um i fucking love that it's oh god that fucking dinosaur trying to pick the lock we'd all it was like a huge event we'd all get so fucking excited whenever the auction would come up and then and then being the stupid kids we are we'd spend like every penny we had to win the dinosaur we wanted at the auction and then not be able to afford to put him anywhere yeah,
1: <laughs> and be like didn't buy a new plot of land. yeah yeah like no preparation whatsoever thing yeah you're just like congratulations you have a dinosaur and then you have to like just like all right I guess it lives in this empty field now. Yeah. I hope it doesn't eat anybody. I, <laughs> I hope fucking... it doesn't eat anybody. Yeah. I can't afford to buy a fence for it right now.
0: No. Hey, se- security guy that I fucking hired that does nothing. Go watch that dinosaur. Make sure he doesn't fucking make any trouble. Um, And I guess, like, fuck, like, I think... That, so then, like, there's, like, oh, dude, I forgot, too. Like, you can go to your office, and you can change all... You can, like, it's deep. You can go through, like, your fucking ledger and see ticket sales, how they've gone, you can up and or raise the price of ticket sales, lower the price of ticket sales, you can pay for advertising to get more people you get into your charts. park. What's
1: that? You got like fancy, complicated charts that show you how your park's doing. Yeah, yeah,
0: like, honestly, that was the screen I spent the least time in as a kid, and I was an adult when I was replaying it for this show, I was looking through it, and I was like, man, this is like, there's layers here, like, this isn't just fucking, this is not just nothing, like, there's wow i was impressed like because as a kid you're like i don't even, i don't want to look at fucking stats i just want to watch my dinosaurs walk around my fucking park um but it's surprisingly deep like there's a lot here and then the calendar goes by you can see the date as the calendars are going by and at the end of every month you got to pay all your staff and you're always
1: running out of fucking you're always running out of fucking money always always running there's out of fucking no there's never a point where money is not i've never gotten to a point in this game where money wasn't an issue
0: that makes me feel better because like i don't i think there's indisputable evidence that you're a more intelligent person than i am like indisputable and it's like (laughs) and if you are fucking broke all the time then that makes me feel better that like little adams dino park that never fucking lasted wasn't so bad because well mark's fucking smarter than me and he couldn't make it work either
1: oh yeah you say that and yet the first time i played this game i put dinosaurs in fields with no fences so that's true
0: oh yeah you're right fuck okay (laughs) so it is disputable fair enough you're right i that's on that's that's a great fucking point i forgot about that you're right um (laughs) yeah that's a pretty big fuck up by you actually (laughs) fuck man Mark's shitty park (laughs) just come see mark's field we're hoping a dinosaur walks through we might i don't know fuck maybe we had one, I don't know where. You went. You might die, you might not, who knows. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Feel lucky? Come to Mark's Dinosaur Park. But of course if Dino people died, Mark. then they then their family would sue you and then that was more expensive than the fucking electric fence.
0: Yes, agreed. That's where we need the fucking the end game where you have to like deal with the lawsuits and stuff that Um, would
1: be the least
0: fun part that would be dude why isn't that a game for kids today like because i don't know if kids still play games in school today like when we were kids obviously we played oregon trail because we talked about that we played dino park tycoon we played oh fuck it was like cross country canada or something it was like a trucking game i
1: remember cross country canada oh my god
0: we played that we played like number munchers and things like that number munchers uh treasure math storm yep I wonder if the kids today, like, what do they play? Cause like, they should be playing something about surviving a lawsuit. Like what a divorce will call like alimony, the game or something like that. Like teach them about alimony what life is going to be like someday. I did
1: guess- I just imagine that they're still playing the same games we played and then they didn't update anything. Yeah, still on the same old computers and everything. That'd be the fucking hilarious. Old Apple, the same old like, green and black Apple computers yeah. we played in elementary school. There's still kids taking
0: the bottom off the mouse and taking that little rubber ball out and then the teachers are freaking out because the mouse ball is fucking gone. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> Those were the fuck. days. Simpler times, Mark. Simpler fucking times. Um, I'm trying to think... so I meant to look up like do you know I'm a little bit shocked this game didn't really get released on more things I'm pretty sure it was a Panasonic 3DO game
1: and like I'm really disappointed like they could have done so much more with this concept because as we mentioned earlier in like this is a fun game it's surprisingly deep but it's still pretty lacking in like basic function and I would have loved to see how this series would have grown how another Dino Park tycoon game would have grown because yeah we've gotten games like this since then like we've gotten like the jurassic park game that like do go deeper but like a like a dino park tycoon that was like on par with like a zoo tycoon or a roller coaster tycoon that like was still like being made consistently that would be so cool
0: like i'm looking at it right now and like i just Like, you look at... Like, I'm surprised that this was released as a school game. Like, Oregon Trail... Listen, we all have fond memories of playing Oregon Trail and dying all the time and blah, 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 blah. But Oregon Trail, I think... I not only think, I fucking know, because I replayed it before we podcasted it. Oregon Trail got bumps in the fun department because it was a game you could play at school. You know what I mean? It was like, this is... Like, if I was at home and this was like an NES game and I had this cartridge at home, I'm not fucking playing Oregon Trail before I play, you know super mario brothers ever
1: ever yeah it was, just like something Oregon Trail was fun because you played it at school and like it was either this or go back to learning fucking math yeah whereas like this
0: game and i and i can say this having played it not too long ago i'm like dude if i had owned this game as a kid like on my nintendo i would have played this all the time all the time yeah me too like i'm shocked that this was only ever released like the the publisher is mech m-e-c-c uh, and I remember that screen
1: as yeah, a kid. Yeah, I think they were. I think they mainly made like, I think they were a Canadian company who mainly made educational games.
0: This says they went out of business in '99. It's like maybe you wouldn't have been out of business if you'd fucking put your game on consoles where kids could actually play them instead of having to play them at school for twenty minutes.
1: Yeah, like because Dino Park Tycoon was a legit fun game, despite like in spite of being an educational game. Absolutely, dude. Did you ever play fucking Wall Street Kid?
0: Do you no, know that game that at
1: sounds, all that sounds hilarious
0: it's an nes game where you literally like buy and sell stocks
1: and it's like it's
0: fucking i actually don't hate it but it's so fucking stupid and it's like i'm like dude dino park tycoon was so much more fun for them than this like why the fuck why like i just i'm floored you know what i actually meant to tell this story earlier i went as far as a child um dino park tycoon is one of the game i built like that i made it out of construction paper and like my brother and I would play it and he would like, I would be the computer. So he would like buy his dinosaurs and buy his fence and stuff like that. And I made all this like fucking paper money. I just cut out like rectangles and wrote numbers on it. And I would always just throw money into his hand. Like, oh, like four people came to your park. Six people came to your park. And like, and we would play it like at home because I loved the idea of Dino Park Tycoon so much. And I'm floored that we never. That you
1: made up the home version of the game. I
0: sure did i fucking i wanted it so bad at home and i just never i'm looking right now and yeah it got released on the 3do um and listen and who
1: had the
0: 3do right like, like two people and i like the 3do but like two people had one i'm shocked that this wasn't a sega saturn game uh i'm gonna hear about that from the saturnians but i'm floored like all you saturnians i would have bought a sega saturn if this has been a fucking sega saturn game i fucking this game is so much fun
1: <sighs> yeah and it would have been so much more fun if they had kept making new installments of that
0: yeah dude even to this is- day like i i actually looked um so when i downloaded this to play it for the podcast like i said you can go to that i don't remember the name of the website i told you guys i don't have it open on my computer anymore it was um, like
1: game archives of that's what sort. it was yeah
0: yeah uh and you can you can download it if you want to play it it's fucking right there um there's like it's very easy to find but i was thinking like dude i would love this as like a, I, I would honestly pay ten dollars to have this exact game no no changes on like my iphone or my ipad or something or like my switch I, oh god yes like fucking do something with it i just i'm shocked i guess who even knows who owns it now if the company's gone under that maybe that's why it's available to download off these websites now is because
1: because like nobody's losing money if you bootleg it.
0: yeah the, the the people that own it can't afford to sue you so they're like yeah go ahead fucking... <laughs> <laughs> apparently the people that own this game aren't very good at running a business either <laughs> <laughs> fucking oh losers my
1: God, that's so that is the ultimate irony is the fact that this game might have very well led to the bankruptcy of that company yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah. that's fucking awesome <laughs> i love you the... <laughs> oh fuck anyway um i i honestly am curious to see how the downloads even are with this this episode because i don't know how many people know this game but like from the do we like no joke you and i've been kicking this idea around for what a year now probably since oregon trail like so it's been a year plus um yeah i'm so excited like i just i i love this game and like my admiration for roller
1: coaster tycoon came
0: from playing dino park tycoon as a little kid um, I
1: don't think they were made by the same companies. I just don't think that anybody had a trademark on the word tycoon.
0: No, no. There's so many tycoon games now. Um, and like, it's it's funny because like, I, I keep looking up that Jurassic Evolution game on my Xbox. And I'm like, fuck, that looks like a lot of fun. You keep talking about Planet Coaster and how much fun that looks. I love business simulation games. Dude, now, for all of you listening, I don't know if I'll ever, I, I'm not going to review it because it's not a retro game, but like, um, there's a mobile game called Game Dev Tycoon where you run a game developing company. And it's uh, it's I have put countless hours into that fucking game on my phone. I just really enjoy. Maybe it's because in real life I'm such a horrible businessman and I'm just broke as fuck. Maybe that's why I like the video games because I can be rich for a little while. It's like if you would just if you had just tried in school, maybe this would be your life. And I really enjoy those. <laughs> like I, I love, I just love these types of games. Maybe you
1: could, maybe you too could own a dinosaur park. Yeah, yeah, and have exactly. Have a dinosaur with cool sunglasses and. Instead, you fucking have a,
0: instead you have a backyard with a cheap wooden fence and your dog fucking can escape from it. So, (laughs) uh, fuck. Um, Mark, I don't, here's your one per episode, everybody. I don't know how much more meat on the bone there is. I literally think we've talked about everything in this game.
1: I think that we've covered the whole game front yeah. to back. Yeah.
0: Um, I really sincerely do implore you guys. It's a free download. Just give it... If you're if even you're curious, it's just download and just try it out. After 20 minutes, you'll probably be broke, pissed off, and you'll quit. Uh, you probably will be. But... Uh, and it's worth doing it once. It's it worth, is. V- worth giving it one go. I keep it on my computer. I don't know how often I'll play it, but I keep it on my computer just because I've sent... I've, this game has sentimental value to me. I have a soft spot in my heart for Dino Park Tycoon. Um... Me too. How the fuck are we going to score this thing? Uh, no, 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 no. All right. Well, well, you came out on. Okay. No, what were you going to say? Because you probably something. I was going to say
1: it came out on the 3DO. So, uh, what out of three?
0: Oh. All right. Yeah, that's. Okay. I was going to say fucking uh they went out of business in 1999 <laughs> so, okay that also
1: worked
0: <laughs> so let's let's throw just a little bit more salt in the wound <laughs> fuck uh oh, man i'm gonna reach out i'm gonna see if i can find it and chuck billow is the designer of this game i'm gonna see if i can find chuck billow no i don't like there's nothing left to talk about i'll be like yo chuck what the fuck man why is your game so fucking hard
1: but, <laughs> why did your business fail
0: yeah yeah no i know the show doesn't pay <laughs> so anything. you made a game teaching us not to fail at business yeah i'm not you fucking like <laughs> ponzi scheme tycoon didn't work so we went with dino Park. Tycoon. <laughs> on a scale of do ponzi scheme tycoon would be sick i'd play the fuck out of ponzi scheme tycoon um and then like the leaderboard at the end of the game is how how many years in prison you get ponzi scheme tycoon um, so on a scale of 1999, what would you score Dino Park Tycoon?
1: That's so hard. That's so hard. Just because like, are we, are we judging it by like 93 standards or like today's standards Because like...
0: I, well, like to me, the big caveat is like, I have, I have this fucking nostalgic ties and this sentimental attachment to it that I can't shake. So like, it's going to get okay, So points. That, I'm going to
1: give a base 1000 just for sentiment. So it's getting a thousand for sentiment. And then like, just for the quality of game, you know what? I'm going to say, I'm going to give it a 1500 out of 1999.
0: All right. Yeah. I'm going to go like, I was going to go about 1700, I think. I legitimately listen this is not deep and compared to all the other games that are out today it's 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 fucking so archaic it's not even funny like but but I I I cannot be convinced that there's not a good game here. Like there's a, it's not this isn't I don't think objectively Oregon Trail is that good a game. I it's fun. I played it just like everybody else. I think it kind of sucks. fine one this one you could
1: like do a few loops through, though.
0: If this game was on console, like if I didn't have to play it on my fucking computer, because I hate playing on PC, if this game was on my Switch, I would, I'd probably have 20, 30, 40 hours into it. Like, I don't think this is a, there's, there's a game here, a
1: not bad game here. So, oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'll go 17. And yeah, I don't know, like 20, 30 hours, but like I'd put a few hours into it for sure. Fucking rights.
0: I, uh, God, I wish it was on mobile. Um, I don't know, Mark, this could be the last shitty, I don't want to say shitty, this could be the last fucking school game you and I ever talk about. We did Oregon Trail, we did this, I don't know what else there really is to, I don't
1: Have want we to talk. number
0: munchers? Number munchers, no, we can review number munchers in 8 seconds right now. I like number uh, munchers because number... I like math, that was it.
1: The struggle guys were scary.
0: They were, dude. So if you guys never played Number Munchers, it was like a grid, and you had this little guy. It was like almost like a ripoff Pac-Man with feet, and it would basically like it would tell you like you have to eat numbers, uh, you have to eat even numbers, and so then you had to go around this grid and eat up all the even numbers, don't eat any
1: of the odd numbers, and dodge bad guys while you do it. Or like, oh, now you can only eat numbers that are multiples of five. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and you have to like dodge all these bad guys that are trying to eat you at the same time. It was neat.
0: It was a fool, dude. I because like I'm math's my favorite subject. I love math. Uh, like to this day, you, I know a lot of people listening to the show think that I might be kind of dumb, and I know I come across as kind of dumb on multiple occasions per episode. But like I'm a I'm a I'm a math guy. Like I I can fucking five times nine forty five. You know, like I know that that's just the Simpsons thing, but I love math. So I always love number munchers just because I really enjoy math. If it had been word munchers, I probably wouldn't have liked it as much. But, you know, I guess I wasn't that good at math because my fucking Dino Park always went out of business. So maybe I wasn't. Like, there Treasure Math Storm? Did you ever play Treasure Math Storm? I don't think so. I know that name, oh, but okay. I don't think I ever played it. I played. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that's it. And then there's Cross Country Yeah, I think. You...
1: I'm not Ford doing Cross Country Lake. Did you play Odell Lake? That's, again, not a game that would do... you could make a whole episode about.
0: Mm, I don't think so.
1: It was you you were just a fish and you tried to not get killed.
0: <laughs> that that's real life. That's all because that's all all of us are. We're all just minnows in the fucking ocean of the planet trying not to get killed. That's at least that's Perfect. how that's my life. Um fucking rights, dude. If you're listening to this, everybody, if you grew up playing Dino Park Tycoon, just yell at us on social media. I just want to know if anyone else fucking played this game growing up. And Mark, uh, not enough to get you back into the Hall of Fame, but I will say. Thank you so much for the suggestion. This was I fucking this episode hit me in the feels. Even if this is maybe one of the most off-track, fucking off the rails, fucked up episodes we've ever done. This this was a special episode to me. I love this game. So good job, buddy. Thank you for doing this.
1: Oh, thanks for having me.
0: gonna do it for this week's episode mark thank you so much for not only giving me a call to talk dino park tycoon but thank you for the suggestion this was a fucking great suggestion by you not enough to get you back in the hall of fame but like i said you can eat in our cafeteria now uh and to every single one of you that listened to this episode whether this was your first whether this was 168th episode you've listened to whether you grew up playing dino park tycoon or you were just bored at work and listened to this anyways even though you didn't know what the game was thank you so much for giving us a chance and again i just gotta stress if you haven't played it Look for it online. It's a cheap, quick, or it's a free, easy download. It's not big. It's it's safe, and it's it's a surprisingly not shit game. It's if anything, it's worth a couple hours just to see what we talked about today. I, I my opinion i like this stupid game so thank you all so much if you're enjoying what we're doing consider maybe throwing me a couple bucks on patreon i'm not asking for your bank or your bank account unless your bank account is only two dollars then i guess i am asking for your bank account but it's two bucks and in exchange for that two bucks you get an extra podcast every thursday an extra podcast every friday instant access to over a hundred bonus podcasts you can dm with me you can send any comments to be read on the show vote on our patreon poll which is running right now and a whole bunch more patreon.com slash remember the game we are growing like a fucking weed and it's 100 percent thanks to your generosity and support so thank you all so much for backing us up patreon.com slash remember the game and uh I got nothing else to plug. I think that's going to do it this week. So thank you all so much. I'll be back tomorrow on Expansion Pass for uh, my spoiler-free review of Deathloop for the PS5. I'll be back on Friday with Game Patch where we talk about all the biggest news in the world of games over the last seven days. And then I'll be back next week with another smorgasbord podcast because this is my life right now. Thanks, everybody. I will talk to you all again soon. Cheers. Remember the Game is brought to you by our Patreons. I could not produce all the content I churn out every week without your generosity and support. So I would like to thank everyone that has supported us at patreon.com slash remember the game. So a huge thank you to... Dave, Makeshift Money, Todd, Joe Buck, Ben Drinkin, Sharonic, Andre, Stupid Monkey, Tyler, Michael Mathis, Fake McHugh, Joshua Shenfield, Jeffrey Mathis, Shaylee, Keys and his Stupid Arrow Handle, Christopher Sumner, James Clark, King Bahamute Sean Razine, Dave McGee, DNA Gaming, Joe Gillespie, Nathan Warzica, Ashley Cronenbitter, Ben Bulia, Slick Rick, Doug Dorn, Chris Fleury, Charlie Madero, Scott V, Rex Sheldon, Andrew Wright, Gary C, Dybalk Luca Rescognito, luca kate roberts <laughs> this is gonna be a long fucking shout out they call me badger joe Mack, desert tortoise jordan do how kevin hufford jason cortez the good enough gamer fraser burns brian mckay alex martinez april sane nick sills vladstein kyle paul mark 209 lil bunny fufu 89 matt brown ben boucher angry Ticks, aaron Cuphall, dan t dave thompson no one cares mckenzie wheeler brandon o'brien Chris Campbell, Chuck Schlarp, Wyman Brooks, Chris Scott Brooks, Leon K, Adam O'Shorello, Dario Oman, Stitch, Aaron Lawson, Miklos Blackshaw, The T Word, Michael Haig, Mr. Nick, Matt McLean, Brian Ransom, Miles from BringBackRetro.com, White Burrow, Chris Knife007, Nathan Tromblay, Mark Jones, A Town, Andre SJA Flash, Brian Medeiros, Tom Kite, Danny Vega, David Ray, Geek Life Radio, Morgan, Ryan Jaeger, John Quack, Zane Donovan, Adam J, S2S, Jer Bear, Arpad Botos, Ryan Kinchin, Tommy Reynolds, Defunct, Mike Maloney, Christopher Russell, Ryan Bayshore, X Water, Vincent L, Very Cool Dude, Jay Clutch, starro Probin, Tim Riel, The Giraffe, Jared, P.B. McFadden, G9PSX, Tim L, Dominic S. Thompson, Martin Greenwood, David Schnatterer, Wolverine Films, Peeb, Silver Grunyon, Mr. Satan, Raging Demon Poops Loomis, Eight Bit vovi Pat Duddy, MPG and Buffalo, James Anderson, Amy Gillen, Dana Witcherall, That One Kid Nick, Potato Bob Guy, Mad Shibs, Mercury Eight Six Nine, Derek Jane, Rodrigo Tamazi, Kelly Pie Messiah, The Honest Pokemon Trainer, Bracken Newcomb, Zoo Troy, M. felf A Novel Console, K. Fabe Fifty One Fifty, Example Text, A. J. Jones, J. B. Retromania, ferdy Martinez, Troy Zuniuk Brandon Hine, Boognish, Wolfgang, Darren, Lunch Ninja, Lunchbox 79, Mr. Misiek, So 406, Durham is Prime. Seriously, Ron P, Sam Wright, Retro Bismol, Andy Hudson, John Byrne 86. Paul Buller, Joshua Davis, Stephen Fukasawa, Thor the Hammer, Kinslayer, Rogue Agent, Jafar McJr, McMegaman2OG, Good A, Goth C, Dane, Aaron Baker, Lord Finish, K Jam, Electronics Emotions Program, Chris Coplin, Spencer C. Weiss, Mandingo 2021, Cody Poland, JMC, Logan Hale, Doogie. Matt McLean, Pizza Power, Super Nintendo Dudes, Nathan Freak, My- Mike Burks, Trevor Seven Oaks, Ryan McCowan, Kerry Waka Waka, Fob, Paul Zoe, Wolf Magic 2- 21 There's still 200 of these. Johnny CCDC, Joe LeBlonde, Raul Aguiar, I worked at Subway, David Phillips, Corey Street, Gary Heather, Carmichael Nicholas, Squints, John DeShazo, Ten Sparkster, Omega88, Swedish Fish, Nathaniel Shelley, Explode Processing, Tim Chombo, Chaudi Loudy, jo- Joseph Gonzalez, Dan Wagner, Daniel McKee, Candido, K. Cuz, Guest House Productions, Bones O2, S2 Von 5000, Titan 420, Jose E. Marco, Seth Mayfield, Tom Calvert, Chris Freeman, Scarlet Zonko 504, Lee Sparks, A Sharp J, Oprah's Iron Fist, Tom Maya, Adam Ferrer, Russell Aldridge, Chris Dory, Classic Crusade, Big G, Astral Soul, Shannon Willis, Scott Roseberry, karth from Kotor, Sean Radford, Chance McCoy, Josh Valentini. Hammond Egger, Ronnie Sachs, PK, Jeff Bergeron, Ian Watts, Dale Baker, Joe Kirby, Captain N, Owen the Game, Furchuck Super Dave, Plucky Beast, Matthew Day, Broken Spoilers, Harmonies David, Game Nomad Misi, Tristan, Jerry Robinson, Emily Luna, Kenneth Michael Brown, Leigh Evans, Daniel Stidham. Darth Obvious, Master Boy, Leon Napskog, Trapper Keeper 1000, Daniel, Astro Alpica, Rob Strothman, Ryan Groynus, Kaiser Dragon, Pee Poo Poo Cuckoo Pants, Kyle Dodd, Jared Bochlin, Stu Bergerick, Eden Awaits 1981, Tunable Power, Borrow, The Gray Bearded One, Dan Taylor, Swanee, Hayes 87, Lukey Mill, Mole look fuck me there's still 100 of these it's so it's easy until i lose my train of the second my brain thinks about anything i'm fucked as long as all i do is just blindly read the names off the spreadsheet we've made it we got 107 to go let's go it's like the pokey rap danny proudfoot john woodruff angel cortez dusty salad chris meisner randy barrage neo nevis andy spilling brian spritzer michael clark chalupa cabra thomas simmons sean byron Rocker Dude, Saskatchewan River Pirate, What Great Gaming, Mikey nl 83 I Am The Mutt, Juga, Sony Kid Magazine, Brian Sherborne, Joseph Champetti, Just a Fish, Adam Stank, Bagalazino, Noob Q, Beth, Rob Kinsley, Benny MB, Vomit the Soul, Strife89, Thermopolis, Oh, fucking email just popped up on my computer and that distracted me. Thermopolis, Paul Rudkowski, Liam, Micah Veal, Chris Daniels, Gareth Dunn, Matt Denzalo, Spicy Mortician, King Cazaro 64, Davey Boy, Michael Bayshore, e- Eric Chevenius, Holmes, Ryan Gibbons, Dan S., Adam Goldstein, Beagle the Butch, Austin Uricetti, Nemo Sandoval, Matthew Centrone, Hostel Badger, Zach Shepard, Stefan, Balsack, T Bagger, <laughs> <laughs> Black Silver, Billy Mumphrey's Downfall, Rico Argentieri, Brian W, Chris Dickin, Jungle Dumpster, Jay Hampton, Rage Mo, Thomas G, Man A Few Words, Hans Gruber, Dylan Flora, Jackson M, Joseph Oblivion, Craig Sutherland, Rob Serino, Matthew D'Amico, Daja 1K1T, John Colossi, Quest, Gregory Harvey, Stephen Lewis, Yankee Doodle Randy, Bobo, Clayton Robertson, Jason Sika, Andrew Logos, Darth Yakko, Alan M. Backdraft Delta, Frosty Feet Four Nine Two, Scott A. Baker, Britt O'Neill, Riley Jones, Justin Lemieux, Michael Spiro, Jonathan Graham, Brady Wolf, Micah- Mecha Robo Hamster, Navigate, which I know I fucked up, Michael Phillips, Brandon Griffiths, Stefan Rulshir, One Point Two One Gigawatts, Thomas Cheney, Hulk Hogan's brother, Chris Larkin, Evan O'Burn or Brian, Fuck, Cl- Clinton Smith, the Mustard Tiger, and Chris cantrell holy shit seven minutes have you made it to the end of this you're a beast thank you all so much for the support i really appreciate it and if you signed up in october and didn't get in that shout out i only record it once a month so i'll record it again at the beginning of november but you'll thank you thank you all so much you guys are the best holy cow i'm gonna go drink some water i'll talk to you again soon cheers
1: (laughs) What? <laughs>